everybody, and welcome to SideQuests, a podcast about entertaining and enriching conversations about games. I am Bobby, and I'm here with my fellow quester, Cody. Hello. How's it going? It's going great. Um, boy, this is a different podcast than it was supposed to be, huh, Cody? Oh, yeah, definitely. We're supposed to be uh, talking about Pokemon today. Yeah, but we're not talking about Pokemans. Um, I made sure that <laughs> Sky got COVID so that we could not talk. We would not talk about Pokemon no. on this channel. Horrible. Of um, so, you know, I, I know it was I know it was intense. I know it was like a I know it was like a probably a, kind of a shitty thing to do. But, you know, when you have to get something done, you have to get it done. That's the way it goes. <laughs> yeah. Professionals get things done. That's the way it goes. Um <laughs> So, uh, but we're gonna save the Pokemon show for sure. Um, Sky's feeling better. I'll just I'll just step back and let Cody and Sky do that show like they were supposed yeah. to on their yeah. own. Um, I'll take that week off, and then we'll we'll be we'll be going well. We'll be going good on that. Um, tonight we're just gonna talk about some listener questions. Um, if you're enjoying the show, if this is your first time or you've been listening since. Uh, our, our first episode a couple weeks ago. Um, please remember to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts and, or rate it wherever you can rate the podcast on whatever service you may use. If you're watching this um, on YouTube, on the archive, on the video archive, please remember to like the video and share it and subscribe if you haven't. Um, those things, the likes and the reviews and the ratings are the, the biggest things you can do to help get the podcast out to more people if you are enjoying it. Um, I know a lot of people, every, probably every video, every show you watch, they ask you to do it. And the reason they ask you to do it is because it really, truly is extremely helpful to get to get it out there. So um please do that if you have not yet um we uh and cody also wants to talk about destiny tonight i know yes um i said the first thing cody said when i said hey okay i'll step in and we'll do a show this week we don't have to miss this week Cody said oh we're just let's do a destiny podcast (laughs) (laughs) let's bring back darkness zones do it and i always feel like when we're running missions and stuff or we're talking about missions and destiny you're you always have like you're getting a lot more out of them past uh, above a pure like gameplay fun mm-hmm. perspective because like all the like d- lines of dialogue that are being thrown out while like missions are going on or ending i'm like paying attention to like 15 percent of what's of what's being said um but to be fair, most of the time that's because everybody in the seven people in our party are oh, talking, God. yeah, constantly. Yeah. So there's no, there's no way. That's not a way to enjoy like the lore of of Destiny. Yeah, um, I. So this week, the story this week, I had to read the subtitles because we were all in a party and they were yelling about <laughs> something, and I was like, well, I have to read it. But I'm gonna go back and play it on another character just so I can hear the voice acting because like the voice acting is really good this season. So um, um, the voice acting is yeah. always very good. In Destiny, I, oh, I would yeah. say that's that's always a thing. I, I don't think that's like the the game's presentation is always impressive. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, we can talk about a little a little bit of it r- right now, um, since it's since we kind of led into it sort of naturally. Um, yeah, so I think really mostly spurned on by that announcement of um, what is the new one called? Lightfall. 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 Yeah. We sort of the whole sort of like group awakened back into <laughs> destiny, which yeah. is odd because usually this only happens right when there's a big expansion that comes yeah. out. Usually that's when it happens. And it did, that didn't happen with witch queen. Like no, like ju- me and Justin and our friend Andy were playing through the campaign, but nobody else was like coming back to it yeah. at that point. 
Uh, and so we got part of the way through that campaign and then Elden Ring sort of like took over our lives yeah. and we were playing yeah. that every night for hours and hours and hours. And like we had, we had for a while we were going to say, we're like, okay, on like we had a couple of games we were playing and it was like, okay, this night we'll do this, this night we'll do destiny. And then this night we'll, these nights we'll do Elden Ring. And it completely became like, I'd just rather be playing Elden Ring right Elden now. Ring, yeah. And so yeah, then it like, it just fair. became like, let's just go play Elden Ring. Um, so it kind of dropped it off and then, you know, uh, this thing came up and then I, I think like a week or two before that, oddly enough, um, because we kind of haven't had a lot to play me and Justin and Andy were sort of like talking about, Hey, do you want to go finish that like mm -hmm. campaign? Cause we have it sitting there. We paid for it. We played a lot of it. Let's go, let's go play through it. And, and then it just like, I, I think the, the, the announcement of the new expansion and all that kind of stuff, it kind of spurred everybody else to do it. And that kind of sealed it that we were going to come back and start playing it. And we've been playing it, you know, pretty much every night um, yeah. for a bunch of hours. Um, we got, I mean, we're not live anymore because the stream went down, but Mark actually came back and was playing it. And our friend oh, Mark yeah. hasn't played destiny since um, beyond light. So yeah. a couple years um, for him. Yeah, and I think, uh, like, Bungie did a very good job because, like, they announced Lightfall, they announced the Epic Games partnership and the Fortnite mm -hmm. crossover and stuff. And so yeah. I think they realized, like, this this season, the season of Plunder, they needed to go, like, really strong with. And so, like, there is a lot to do. There's a lot more mm -hmm. to do than usual um, yeah. in a season. And so, like, I think that's been a, a good thing because it gives, like, returning players and new players a lot to do. And then... On top of that, like the Witch Queen campaign being so strong, like mm -hmm. is definitely it's getting people into the game. So, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, because I there are like three, like three, like three major Mich yeah. seasonal activities to do. Um, there's that catch crash, which is a six player activity, which is really fun. Yeah. Um, there's like the expeditions or whatever that are three player. They're basically like, you know, escort the, the payload, payload missions yeah. like from yeah. overwatch basically um and then there's like the hunts right there's also the hunts that yeah, you like can do going and taking down hunts. like pirates and yeah yeah, yeah. which it's i mean nice they've done loop. before when they did it what, what season was it was it light was it beyond light when they did the thing where you had to go like hunt the the like, like the monsters the they monster had, hunts? they had the monster like the monster hunter tracks yeah showing up. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. So that was sort of like they sort of had something like that, but it's cool, you know. And also, it, like it keeps sort of like revealing itself because I just did my first like expedition thing earlier today, mm -hmm. and then it was like, oh, now you have this hunt thing that you can do, and it, like you know, it was it sort of like showing itself as as you go. Um, I mean, it's been nice because not only that stuff, but there's a bunch of other content in the game that because we haven't really played in a couple of years, yeah, it's just still kind of there. You know, so we have a bunch of raids that we can do. There's new strikes that we haven't done. There's obviously we're finishing off the Witch Queen story that we haven't done. There's the seasonal activities we haven't done. If I want to pay the twenty dollars or whatever, I can do that uh, new, that dungeon yeah. or whatever. Um, twenty dollars is a expensive, by the way, for one piece of content. It's a lot of well, money. It'll also give you the dungeon coming out next season. So it's like okay, ten Two. bucks per. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's still just like. And I, I get where they're coming from slightly because like they are like they're they're dedicated now to if there's not a raid coming out the season there's a dungeon coming out so mm -hmm. like they're really putting in the time it's just 
I'd rather just add that into the cost of the campaign. Don't yeah. sell a pass for it. Yeah. Like, and like you know, I'm, I love Destiny. I'm always going to, I bought the $300 edition this time around. But like mm-hmm. when Witch Queen was coming out, I bought the like $90 edition. And so like yeah. I was in. But like yeah. when you guys come back, it's like, I'm like, oh, you guys should go run Duality because there's a really good gun that drops. Yeah. And you're like, well, I don't want to pay the extra 20 bucks right now. I'm like, okay, that's, that's really hard for a returning player. And so like. Yeah. Because also when you come back, like when you came back, so I bought the, we bought the witch, I bought the witch queen back when it came out. So that's fine. Mm-hmm. That was like the big investment, right? You come back though. And there's a season pass to buy, right? Yeah. Which isn't, it's like, it's not like, it's like expensive, but it's something to buy. Yeah. And then, you know, not only is there the dungeon keys to buy, but there was also that Bungie 30th anniversary pack to yeah. buy, which also has content tied to it. So the main issue for me is, is less the fact that like it costs money and more the fact, like you said, because they've made it so piecemeal in the way they've done it, mm-hmm. it feels like they're like just like picking you for money. You know what I just, yeah. You know, um, and also it fractures the player base, which is really the part that I think it really sucks. Is like like you said, like we got a bunch of people who came back. I don't think any of us have bought those dungeon keys. You yeah. know, so it's like none of us are running it, and we're playing it every night. And maybe eventually we'll be like, okay, let's just spend the twenty bucks and. We'll play, they'll play us and I'll come back and play it when the other dungeon comes out or what have you. But it just feels like, wouldn't you want everybody engaged in all the activities like all the time or like, you know, okay, if it's, you know, and again, this is a, this is a low buy-in, but if you want to give people sort of motivation to come back for seasons, then just say like, okay, like the, the, when you buy the battle pass for that season, you mm-hmm. get the dungeon that's from that season, you know, yeah. with it. Um, I, I, it just, it just sucks because again, there's so much to do. I'm not, I'm not really, I'm not really like fuming about it. I was much angry about it when they announced it back with the witch queen thing. Yeah. Um, but I just wish because it would be a fun thing to, another thing to do. That would be fun for everybody mm-hmm. to get to do and, and to run. I'd like to see it cause they're, the dungeons are usually pretty rad. So oh, yeah. I would like to see it, but I, it just does, it's, it's tough right now. Um, yeah. And then like, and this is something like, so they're starting to also now do these things called event passes. They just started doing it with solstice of heroes in the last season. And they're going to do it okay. this year for the Halloween event where it's like a pay, like I think it's $10 and like you get a bunch of bonus stuff for the events. And it's like, it kind of feels like the kind of nickel and diamond people for stuff yeah. now. And I'm like, okay, like, You've got microtransactions in the game. We're paying for the seasons. You're paying the dungeon pass. You, you don't kind of nickel and dime everything. I get like, yeah. and like, like Bungie does a great job. Like all the stuff we're playing is a ton of fun. Yeah. But like I'd rather just like, just front load me. Like let me, make me pay like 80 bucks a year. I don't care. Like it's a year's worth right. of content at that point. Yeah. So yeah. Um, or it's, you know, it's a thing where it's like, okay, like if you want, like here's like destiny plus pay, like, $10 a month, yeah. you know, and as long as you have that, all this stuff is open for you to play. You can cancel that subscription when you're not playing. And then when you come back, you can, you can, you can pay it. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, maybe now that so- the Sony transaction has gone through, there'll be a little bit less like nickel and diming, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, because obviously they're not solo anymore. They're not um, independent anymore, but yeah. that's the only thing about the experience coming back to it. That's been slightly, um, not souring, but the only downer note I think on coming back is, is just that stuff. Um, but, but the actual playing of the game has been great. You know, 
I still have finished the campaign because we keep getting distracted by, you know, big group activities to, yeah. to do, but it's been fun to do that stuff. And, you know, it, I, I think because they put some stuff in the very beginning of this, like season or whatever to get you kind of up to at least a, a, a nice light level. Mm-hmm. I haven't, it, it doesn't feel like I'm going through like a long process to get to the soft cap and then having to go through another long process to get up just a little bit to, you know, to get yeah. like, it feels like they kind of smoothed out part of that process. So, um, you know, we're running things every week and doing that stuff, but it, it, it's not getting to the point where it feels like, Oh, we got to do, you know, this again, or yeah. we got to do this again. And honestly, because they put some, they put new strikes in the game since I played it when I've been doing the Vanguard playlist stuff, I've seen a lot of strikes I've never seen before, which is, which is nice to see. I'm not yeah. doing the inverted spire for the, you know, 900th time though. I did yeah. do that yesterday. <laughs> yeah. The OG, uh, the OG. beta one. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They've, they've got really done good. Cause I mean like wish queen added two new strikes. They mm-hmm. added a strike last year, uh, with beyond light. And then they added all the battlegrounds, which are like mini strikes. Right. And those are mm-hmm. so nice. Cause they break up the gameplay Cause like sometimes those strikes are long, but then like the yeah. battlegrounds are just like real piecemeal and like, it is so fun to get into one. And there's mm-hmm. like the enemy like density in there is fantastic because with all these new 3.0, like light classes, you're just killing everything. And it's, it's a ton of fun. Yeah. Um, so the three, so people don't know, maybe people have never played destiny or they've been away from destiny for a long time. And are thinking of maybe because I've heard a lot of people thinking about getting back in. Mm-hmm. Um, people have reached out to me and asked me how everything's go- how it's going and what am I am I still enjoying it or whatever. Um, so the the 3.0 stuff it basically it makes the subclasses. So there are there are four subclasses in the game for each each character. Um, they ma- it makes them sort of more customizable and more in depth, right? So you mm-hmm. you can like you can like figure out a build more with your subclass than the way it used to be where, you know, at least especially with destiny two, where yeah. it's just like, here's a jump, here's a grenade, here's a thing here, you know, here, here's a, yeah. here's a super, you know, here's a melee and like, you're good. There you go. Go, go for it. And I, I think it can be over a little bit overwhelming, like, you know, coming back into it if you haven't been playing it or coming in for the first time, because Destiny you just kind of uses its like terms, like its words, like you should just know what they mean. Sometimes yeah. they're like, oh, this will proc this status effect. And you're like, okay, like I don't know what that means. <laughs> like I <laughs> yeah. don't know what this means when you say this to me. What does this status effect mean? Like this is not a common term. Um, but I think that, you know, uh, basically when we started and I was like, Cody, just tell me what stuff to put on my character. So I have a good build. Like, I don't yeah. know what to, I don't like. I've never well, engaged with it in this way. Yeah. So like, I just, I don't know what to do here. My favorite thing was like, we started, like I got added to a group chat yeah. and we started talking about builds and Bobby texts me solo and goes, <laughs> all this build talk makes me disgusted. No, and then, like, my th- eyes are glazing over. Glazer like, over yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, then, like yeah. three days later I get, what's a good build Cody? And I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, we're in. And then like the true, like, creme de la creme for me was uh when justin goes i need a build and i'm like oh, we're, <laughs> in, we're in boys like it's going um yeah it's it's i think destiny's in a, and like they're gonna add to this in lightfall in lightfall they're adding loadouts so you'll be able to like mm. make a build for each of the subclasses and just swap on the fly um but like the build crafting has a, it like 
ramped up dramatically mm. because it used to be just like, oh, I have a build where I get my super back quicker so I can use the super for damage. Now it's like, I don't even need my super. I'm just throwing nades constantly yeah. and I'm always yeah. healing myself because I got a buff. Like that's yeah. the build I gave Bobby. Yeah. And, and like, obviously it's not my build. Like I found it and like, I've tweaked right. It, yeah, of course. So yeah. 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 Um, but it's a lot of fun and like it, it just makes you feel powerful if you don't, cause like you guys have been chasing guns lately, but like you don't need the guns because the abilities are so strong. Yeah. That like totally. If yes. you don't have some of these exotics that have been like coming out, you're okay in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, totally. And that's been great because like, you know, and we mentioned, I mentioned Elden Ring like earlier in the, in, in the episode, we we're talking about Witch Queen coming out, but you know, I got really, really into like the build stuff yeah. in Elden Ring. Like for oh, the, like, yeah. you know, like I, I, you know, I cared about it to some extent in the other from games, but I, but wasn't as like in depth, but with Elden Ring, I was like watching all these videos and reading all this stuff about like, if you get these talismans that do yeah. this and you, you combine it with this sword and this thing, you know, um, and, and I've gotten a little bit, be able to get a little bit back of that in this, um, you know, because like, like you said before, like in the past, it wasn't really about that. It was just sort of like, oh, I can do this one thing kind of be- like I get this one thing back kind of quicker and that's nice. Yeah. Or I'll get more machine gun ammo if I if I use this one. Um, and so you should just throw mods on the armor and like, you know, just like, oh, this sounds good. This sounds good. And not really thinking about how they like interact Synergized, with one another, yeah. you know. Um, but much like with Elden Ring and like the talismans and stuff like that, um, this like I've been able to do sort of the same thing with this and be like, OK, like. I have one, I have, I have one that will give me my grenade energy back when I use my class ability. And then, and then when I use my grenade, it brings my class ability back. And then until yeah. so you're getting, you just get in this loop where it's like, okay, like I can just use these things over and over again. Um, you know, I, I do this and I, I create these little orbs and I pick up the orbs and I get grenade energy back and I throw grenades and that creates more orbs and I, you know, and it like, um, and then when I use this one, when I use, when I get the, or, when I get the gun, it uh, have a certain gun, it also interacts with that ability. So the things explode or cause I'm using the same energy reading. I get a little super back now when I, when I kill things with this gun. And so it's all like a cycle and you know, it, it, that feels cool to be able to do that. Cause like, you know, yeah. but because previously I just thought like, okay, like it, it's really just about like, what's that, what's the number, right? What's my, what's the light number and what what's the guns that I have, right? Do yeah. I have the right gun and to do the thing? And like, that was always like sort of frustrating as somebody who didn't play it like constantly. They'd be like, okay, look, we're going to go do this thing. Uh, everybody get their blank out of the the vault or whatever. And I'm like, well, I don't have that gun, yeah. you know? And it's like, it's like, okay, well, I and guess like, like you're, you know, then admit it, it, what you kind of, it kind of limited your choices right at that point. And now they feel like those choices are bigger. Yeah. And like a prime example is that was like back when y'all came back for beyond light, like mm-hmm. we started doing the deep stone crypt raid and we didn't finish it because people didn't have the right guns because that fight was just like tailored to certain guns being good. Right. And I mean, just the other day we finished vault of glass and like, mm-hmm. that was really cool. Um, and so it's, and it was and like never once was I like, Hey guys, y'all really need to do this. It was yeah. just kind of like, mm-hmm. Hey, if y'all throw on a rocket, I can buff y'all's rocket. Cause I have Gallarhorn. Mm-hmm. And, but like, yeah, I don't know. It was, it's just been nice. Like having a group, like I literally tweeted out like two days prior. I was like, I really just raiding. I want to raid in destiny again. <laughs> and then like three days later, there we are. We're raiding vault of glass. And I'm like, hell yeah, yeah let's do this. But yeah. And like 
the catch-up mechanic of the it was called like gift of the thunder gods like it gave you like armor and weapons and exotics and like yeah that's really nice i I hope they do those like every season um because they were doing those for a very long time and then they kind of stopped Mm -hmm. and i think obviously like it was just a perfect synergy of like hey we're announcing a new expansion we're Mm -hmm. doing this collab so if new players come in here's this chest it gives you a bunch of free stuff yeah, but still, I think doing it every season would be beneficial because I think in that in that announcement of Lightfall, they announced like there's been over five million new guardians in Destiny since mm-hmm. like the game came out. Like mm-hmm. that's insane numbers. So like mm-hmm. if there's constantly new players, just keep keep giving people the incentive to keep playing. And they are eventually, I think, gonna just drop the power level thing because it's mm. just a arbitrary number at this point. It doesn't really. Yeah, it's, it's just preventing people from doing stuff in the game. Yeah, uh, yeah, like the thing holding us back from doing King's Fall is like, well, we got to at least be fifteen sixty across the yeah, board, yeah, or else people yeah. aren't going to do well. And yeah. so, yeah, I think, and I think King's Fall, the raid coming back was also a big contributor to like Justin and like other people coming back because that's such a like fan favorite raid in mm-hmm. Destiny that I'm sure that also is a like a good incent- incentive to come back. Um, yeah. Um, I, and again, I don't know what the, the, like the experience is for people who are totally new coming to the game for the first time and how well it sort of like brings them in to the, to, to like the experience. Um, but the nice thing about giving that armor and exotics and stuff like that at the very beginning was that like, you don't have to go through that like period of like, okay, like all this stuff I built myself up getting, like now all the blues that are dropping are way better than it. And I have yeah. to like wear all this shitty armor and I've got to like, you know, like, you know, you go through that whole like experience where it's like, okay, like, do I start infusing stuff now or do I just wait? Like, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I, I still think there are things they can do to make like the experience, like a little bit more friendly. Like, I don't know why it costs something to feed a gun into another gun. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense to me. Like what, why? Like, it's not like, yeah, what does it matter if people, if people do it forever with every gun? You know yeah. what I mean? It, like, it doesn't matter. Um, like, I'm never going to use this this blue piss, this blue sidearm that, that just dropped, you know, like, yeah. but it's two levels higher than the, the purple gun I have. Let me just eat it, you know, or whatever. Like, I don't like I don't understand why they do stuff like that. We talked we've talked like they have mods that they that we talked about the mods. Mm-hmm there's tons of mods in the game. They either have to drop in the world or you have to buy them from vendors. And it's like kind of random. And so like, it's like, okay, like I have to hope that the mod I want is being sold right now. And if it's not, I got to wait for however long. And it's like, why can't I just buy whatever mod if the mod has been released and is out and is like, whatever, why can't I, if it's been for sale before, why can't I just buy it whenever, you know, I want to buy it basically stuff like that. Especially with loadouts coming, I hope they address that because yeah, it's such like an integral part of the build making now, and like they're mm-hmm. like they're like all about they're like oh yeah, like we'd love seeing all the builds y'all are making. So yeah. like they need to address that because literally like a mod that was sold yesterday, I haven't seen in a hundred days, mm-hmm. and like I was like oh I gotta get home and like buy it, and so mm-hmm. like and like for someone who plays Destiny all the time like me, like that's fine, but like new players to the game. Yeah. Being told like, oh well, your build's gonna suck until like this one vendor sells it in like three weeks. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I think they should definitely like plug that into like where you can like uh, there's the Monument of Light where they mm-hmm. sell all the exotics. Just yeah. have a page for mods and be like, yeah. hey, each mod cost ten thousand glimmer or whatever it is. Yeah, like legendary yeah. shards, whatever the currency. 
Um, but yeah, they should yeah. definitely just address that pretty soon because yeah. it's a struggle right now for some players. And like you said, players who don't play a ton or are new, like they're kind of like just shit out of luck, right? It's like it's like the game telling them like, sorry, you should have. You should have played, been playing this whole time, yeah. you know, like, because like that's, you know, and, and if they all dropped in the world at some point, like that would be different, but because like only certain ones drop in the world and only certain ones are sold, it's like a, that's, that's some of, that's some of the, they still, I think they've gotten so much better about all, so many things, just coming back to it a year at a time, you know, kind of mm -hmm. they, for myself, I can see the big changes they've made and how far they've come along. Um, and they've really sort of like, you know filled out the thing around uh, around this great gameplay that they've always had right yeah. the, the game has always felt great it, it, and it's always looked great but this other stuff they kind of really filled out around it and i think that's awesome um i i still think they're kind of like caught in this weird place where it's like who who is the who are we like making the game for you know i think they always struggle with that right yeah. and i think they've gotten better at it but it's always like okay like is like the power level thing we talked about or the mod thing we talked about some of it feels like we're making this for the, the, the hardcore people who are here every day, who never stop, who never leave. Um, and then it makes it difficult for new people or, or lapsed players to come back and feel like they can sort of get back into it without a guide or somebody to help them get through it. You know, it's, it, you know, or luck, you know, it's a, a lot of that yeah. stuff, you know, um, it's stuff like, you know, like somebody's guns will drop and I'll be like, I, I don't know. I don't, I never use sidearms, but like, should I keep this? Like, is this a good one? Like, I don't mm -hmm. know. And there's no way for me to know, like if it's, oh, unless I go gosh. and look it up, you know? So like right before a witch queen came out, a big thing was, um, vault cleaning videos on YouTube were huge. Okay. So I want you to okay. just store all those in the vault, Bobby. And before yeah. life all comes out, we'll do a video of just me being like, that's okay. a bad roll. That's a good roll. Okay. That's okay. a bad roll. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, like I got that machine gun in the in the in the in the raid, and oh, yeah. Cody was like, "Oh, what's on it?" And I told him, I told him, and they were like, "Cody was like, it's the, that's the God roll." And I was yeah. like, oh, "I would never like if yeah. if you hadn't told me that, I probably would have fed this into something else because I yeah. like I like I don't I probably would never have used it." <laughs> yeah, and there's and they're adding new perks like every season. Like they just added Volt Shot, which is like to tie in with the arc, and they've been adding these like mm -hmm. elemental uh, perks. Mm -hmm. to go with the 3.0 classes and so like and then like this one this season they added like a bunch of like melee stuff and like mm -hmm. it's getting a little overwhelming how many perks are in the game and so like yeah. for a new player like coming in like they don't know that like hey if i'm going for melee like swashbuckler is a perk i really should be looking for like right, they just yeah. don't know that and so like i also think like that's something they could do because like in the 3.0 subclasses, if you highlight over something and it's like, oh, it makes you radiant, a little text pops up and goes, radiant does this. They mm -hmm. definitely should have like a page where it just lists out the perks. And so yeah. you can like go hover over one and be like, oh, this perk gives me more damage if I get a melee kill. Right. That would be yeah. great for new players because like I'm sure many players don't even look at the perks that are on their guns. They're just like, this one shoots good. I'm good. Yeah. Honestly, until... Yeah. Well, beyond light, I, I kind of when you guys you guys were talking about some of the perks like in like in the group chat and I was like, I was like, I don't even pay attention to what the perk the perks <laughs> yeah. are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um and, and so I've been paying attention but this is the first time I've really, really been paying attention. Mm -hmm. And like I told you yesterday, like, you know, 
the armor, the same thing. The armor is like, okay, all I used to look at was like, what's the light number on the armor? Yeah. You know what I mean? And now it's like, okay, but like, there's also stats on, there's always been stats on the armor, but like, I never felt like it mattered. You know, I never, I never really felt like, okay, like if my, yeah, like, okay, if my, re, like if my resilience or whatever is, resilience is the damage mitigation yes, one. What's the yeah. one that, in, what's the one that gets the grenades back faster? Discipline. Discipline. Um, again, still like these, like the, like the, <laughs> like yeah. the terms. Um the discipline thing is like, okay, if it's all higher, but great, it can come back a little bit faster, but who really cares? Like this number's way higher. You know, I'll just like, I'll just take this. And then, you know, I've been thinking about the build more this time around. And so I was like, okay, let me actually pay attention to what armor drops and see those. Like I, I want resilience and I want, um, I already for discipline. discipline. I are like, um, I, I want those two numbers to be the highest they can possibly yeah. be for the thing I'm going for. And, just in the last couple of days, I, you know, I sometimes I was like, okay, like I already built this armor way up. Like I already like, you know, raised the like level yeah. on it, whatever. And I was like, but like, I need to just like ditch it and just go to this other one. Cause I found like boots and like a chest place that were like both much higher, like, like 15 or 20 points higher in both those yeah. stats. So like, I was like, I'm just going to use them. Cause I, I like, you know, I'm just going to go for it. And like, I got both those, set, both those sets like yesterday were like, it was like 45 and 62. And now they're both like 80, you know, like, yeah. because I did that. And like, that feels good to be able to do that. I just wish the game was like, had a little bit more of like, Hey, just so you know, like, like, you know, this is what this does. And this is what, yeah. you know, something for new players or even players that are lapsed where it's like, okay, like here's a tool tip. Like, you know, like if you're, if you're thinking about doing this, maybe do this or whatever, you know, mm. um, again, it's, I, it's a very difficult problem to solve. Like, I'm not going to act like it's an easy problem to solve when you have a game that's when you have this game that's six years old or whatever at this point, you know, um, and the franchise, which is 10 years old or whatever, it's like or a little less than that, nine years old, whatever it is, you know, it's tough to keep the game, you know, friendly to new players. But that's the one thing I think the game still is gotten better at, but still struggles with. Um, yeah. But there's there's just a lot of like system overload. Yes, and there's so a, much systems. Yeah, it's always going to be hard. Um, yeah, I, they are introducing a thing in Lightfall called Guardian Ranks, where like it's going to okay. like tell you like, oh hey, you should go run some strikes. You should do this to get your Guardian rank up. So I think that'll be somewhat beneficial. But I think they need to take that a step further, like we talked about. Just you know, explain what stuff is in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but like I, my favorite one of my proudest and like greatest thing is like listening to like the guys and you talk about like just nitty gritty stuff like you talking about like the armor like you're paying attention to the stats like yeah. that's like the nerdy shit about destiny that i love like i love getting yeah. a higher like a high roll stat uh stat armor and mm-hmm. like being like okay well if i put this on like my resilience goes up and that's gonna be good because right. that means damage reduction i'm gonna die i'm gonna die less and like yeah that's the fun stuff for me and like i'm glad you guys are like getting into that and like having fun with it because i know like before it was just like this is stupid but like yeah, yeah. it's not um, so much that it's like it, it didn't i didn't it didn't either realize or mm-hmm. understand that it was important that was like more of the thing because like when i play rpgs and stuff like that mm-hmm. like i very much care about that stuff you know i pay attention to like my builds and stuff like that um but i just i didn't realize it was important and also like so much with destiny to me like it, when you come when your person is coming back to the game so much about it is like playing catch up to like the yeah. level that you need to get to. So it's like, should I even like be paying attention to what my armor is saying right now? Because like, I'm going to be going through like 
7,000 pieces of armor before I get, you know, to, yeah. um, before I get to the ones that I'm probably going to settle on. Um, but it's nice because once you, you know, I'm sure they'll change it again, but now that I kind of understand it, like it's a little bit easier to like come back to and, and, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, no, I've been really enjoying the, oh, honestly too, we doing the raid and like we would get to the, like we'd, we'd wipe. Cause when you, when you, if you play a raid, if you all die, you put what they call it, like what you call it, you wipe. And then it brings up like a screen where it's like, Hey, here's like the stats for like this section of the raid. And it would always be like a, it would be like a normal like section. And Cody would have like double the amount of kills and double the amount of damage as anybody else in the party. And I was like, how is Cody doing this? And now that I'm like building out the character, I totally see how you did it because like I get in these situations, like we ran the nightfall, which is like a super hard version of the strikes that we talked about before, which are like mini raids or like tiny little that you go into like a, a a, a instance mission with, with two other people and you have to like fight the thing. And there's a boss at the end and they have like really hard versions of it, you know, that you can get good gear from and stuff like that. And we ran it twice yesterday and rooms that in, Previous times I would have been like, like decimated in or been like, just like Mm -hmm. hiding in and like popping out and shooting in. Yeah. I was like tossing a grenade and then shooting into that like group of people and like people, they were just like melting, you know, in, you know, in front of me. And I was like, okay, like I get this now. Like I get it now. Um, uh, and that was cool to see that there was like that other level to it, you know, than, than, than than I knew existed. Um, but yeah, that like that catch crashing I mentioned earlier, which is like a basically a pirate mission. The whole season is oh, like yeah. pirate themed. You go in with six people, and you basically have to like take back this ship that this like this villain or whatever has like the, her pirates have taken over or whatever. Um, and it there's different variations of it. It changes week to week. Exactly what you're gonna do. The one that's in there this week, as we're recording this, is awesome. Like it's, it's so yet. much fun. It's like wild and like intense and like really really fun. Um, and like you said, it's just cool that they have, they have that stuff in there that makes it, it's not just like, oh, you have like this one thing to do. Like you can run like the the garden of salvation and you can do like, you know, you you can get public events that have like a little bit of special difference in them. You know, like that's, that's what it always felt like to me when the, and that's why I would always drop off. Like once we were in like the second season after the big expansion, I was like, I don't want to just do the same two things like over and over and over again. That's not fun, you know, for me. Yeah. Um, and this having this variation is, is really, really cool. So yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, excited about that. They've done a lot of cool things like in like now there's a dungeon and a raid on a weekly rotator. Um, mm-hmm. And so there's always a chance to be going back and doing old content. If you missed it, like I mm-hmm. never, I never really finished garden of salvation and mm-hmm. we never finished deep zone crit. And so, yeah. like, when those come up on rotation, it's, like, worth us to go do because we would get gear that's, like, high level. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's really exciting. Uh, and, yeah, like, and they structure it to where, like, they want you to come back week to week. But, like, if you just want to, like, if in a few weeks you're, like, well, I'm kind of, like, done, but I kind of want to see where the story goes. I, you can just play once a week, get the story, right. and dip out. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that's all you really got to do. But like for people who are like invested, who want to keep playing, like there's, you do that weekly, then you can go do other stuff. Like there's constantly like gear to grind. Uh, there's yeah. the red weapons now for crafting, um, which like when crafting first came out, I was not into. But like I just made a like God roll SMG with like enhanced <laughs> perks, and like me and Alejandro have been talking about it. It is 
lethal how like much I'm killing it with that. Like, right. it's we'll crazy. talk about that stuff off off yeah. off mic because like I don't know what to. I don't even really understand what to do with the crafting. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, this gun, this gun told me, this special gun told me that I have crafting materials from it now. I'll do mm. the extraction thing, and then I'm like, okay, like let's just keep going and shooting things. Like I don't know yeah. what they even, you know. And then I go there, and it's like I can like put another perk in my glaive or whatever. But other than that, like, I don't even know what to do with it. So we'll have to, we'll have to like talk about it. Um, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I don't know how long we're, I mean, I definitely will definitely obviously come back when Lightfall comes, you know, I'm sure we'll kind of see through most of the season is, is mm-hmm. my guess. You know what I mean? Um, and then we'll see what, what happens after that. But yeah. So th- we talked about destiny. You cannot talk about destiny ever again. Oh, <laughs> darn. Um, at least until something new happens. Um, so do we want to do some of these listener questions, Cody? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, it, it all these questions were submitted on our discord. Um, so that link is in the description for wherever you're listening or watching this. So, um, you know, join up because we've got a really cool community going on there. Um, do you have it in front of you? Yeah, I do. Yeah. We actually have the one from that came up on Spotify the other, uh, week on, I think on our, no, I think it was actually, episode. that was a YouTube comment actually. It was a YouTube comment. Okay. You know, the, uh, it's a Steam Deck one. Yes, this is yeah. from Marvin Ginyard. Says, yeah. so what's everyone's thoughts on the Steam Deck? I personally love it. Bobby, you have a Steam Deck, do you not? I do have a Steam Deck. Hold on a second. I do not have one. I have been thinking about getting one. It's right here. Oh, that looks Beautiful. nice. Oh, yes, yeah, you're really selling me on it. There, it's right there. I can turn That's it on. Nice. Wait, I can turn it on. Wait. Um, I have been thinking about getting it just because I watched someone play Final Fantasy 14 on it. Oh, uh, and okay. I was like, "Ooh, that looks nice." The, um, the Cody drinking game is is right? going to be wasted. <laughs> um, uh, um, it is very cool. I will say, yeah. It, um, I don't end up playing it as much as I probably should for the amount of money it cost. Um, uh, that's not a fault of the Steam Deck. It's just a fault of like kind of the way that I play games and sort of like the way I've been like. I've been like feeling about like games for the past couple of months until recently. Um, where I've been kind of like, um, not really like, like I wish that I had not played Elden ring and then I could play it. I would play it the first time on that thing. Cause that'd be awesome. Okay. Yeah. Like, cause it'd be great to that kind of like perfect kind of game to play, uh, on there. And it apparently runs great on it. Um, I'll say this, it works. It it works great. Like it's kind of feels like magic, you know, when you get a game running on it that you feel like you shouldn't be able to get running on it. You know, um, I think you're playing like Witcher three or whatever, or God of war or whatever, you know, like it's like crazy. You can play these things handheld, like, you know, Spider-Man, like those kind of like, it's, it's, it's nuts. You can play those things handheld and they look good. Um, it's also like a really versatile machine as well. Like, so, um, you know, with not too much effort, you know, I got like, you know, uh, an emulator on it and is able to like emulate games on it pretty easily. And you can even run it through like the steam, the native steam OS. You don't have to like go out of the steam OS to run them. Oh, um, it's easy to set up. I just looked up a, you know, I looked up a YouTube video and just like yeah. followed it and did it pretty easily. Like I got Epic game store installed on it. That took a little bit more work, but it was really just like copy and pasting some like yeah. code is all it really was to like kind of, you have to like fool the like system into like, like, uh, like letting you install it basically. Um, but you can get that installed. You can get a lot of other launchers installed as well uh, on it. Um, you can install Windows if you really wanted to, but from right here, it's like you know, it's not it's not a great experience running it mm-hmm. running Windows on it. Like it doesn't take as much advantage of like the the power of the system when you run it Windows on it. Um, the only drawbacks right are games like Destiny 2, which 
has anti-cheat in it. And right now does the anti cheat doesn't work with um, the Linux based like system that, yeah. uh, or even like the, 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 um, the emulation layer called proton that they use to, to take non-native Linux games and let them be playable on Linux. It doesn't work with any of that. Um, and in fact, they like destiny is doing, I don't know if the other person is doing it. If you try to get around that stuff, they're like banning accounts basically. Um, they're not messing around with it. So it's not even something you can really like fudge unless you just install windows on it and let all that stuff run natively. Um, but I don't think you'll have a great experience doing that. Um, it also works really great as like a remote play device. So like I, I, I do like some game pass, like cloud streaming stuff on it. You can do, you know, you can do like, you know, PlayStation remote play on it as well. Um, stuff like that, you know, I, but it's really good for games that like, you know, you, for me with handheld stuff, mostly it's like stuff that I want to be playing, but not having to like focus totally on. So I have something on the TV, like, you know, and I'm, I'm playing like vampire survivors or, stuff like that on it. But that's just cause that's how I like interact with handheld games mostly. Um, and it's something about the system itself. The system can support and like almost any indie game that you can imagine on steam works on it, works great on it. Um, and a lot of big games work great on it too. So it really is really cool. And even games that like are, there are games that don't work. Like we talked about destiny Two and some other games too, that have other things that are going on. They just don't work. Then there are games that are like certified for deck, which all work great. And like they've certified, like it works great. Frame rates, good. The control schemes all work. Then there are like, um, partial support ones that are like, this is, this works, but like there might be, there might be some like UI stuff that might be too small. Cause it's not like meant to scale to oh, a screen okay. that size. There might be, there might be parts of it where it it's not like it's maybe the game doesn't have full controller support. The game has like partial controller support. So there are times you're going to, you're going to use like the touch pads and stuff as, as, as a mouse or whatever, um, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then there are ones where it's like a question mark and they're like, look, we don't, we just don't know. We just don't know how this is going to run. <laughs> like it could be good. It yeah. could be bad. Like it probably, you know, you might have to use a special control you know, layout. The, the nice thing is that there, there are people, you know, steam is a huge community, obviously. So, there are a lot of people make custom control layouts for games and this works on, you know, normal played on your PC steam as well, but it's great for the steam deck. Cause like you don't, you have the game run the game. You just hit like the steam button. It brings up an overlay. You go to like, you go to like controls and literally it'll say like, this is the control scheme you're using. Do you want to see like community based controls? And it literally, it'll just give you like all the control schemes that people have made for the game you're playing. And it will have like the most popular ones like at the top. So you can be like, okay, like people are, you know, playing this strategy game that doesn't have controller support, but they're using this control scheme and it, it works or whatever. So you click that, okay. it loads it in automatically and you just start playing. Um, yeah. You know, uh, it's, it's a cool, it's a very cool device. I would say if you have a big steam library that you've been up and playing, cause you don't, you don't want to sit down on your computer or something. It's great for that. Um, if you, if you have, if this was a couple of years ago and like I had my, like in Desmond, my son was like newborn. Definitely. I would play it a lot more. I played a lot of switch then too, because like, it's like, okay, sleeping in is like bassinet and I can like just play, I, I can't go anywhere, but I can, you know, I can play a, a game right next to him, stuff like that. So, um, it's good for all that stuff as well. Also, if you have a commute, obviously it's, mm, yeah. it's pretty kick ass for it. Um, and games and they do like, let you like control a lot of stuff. So it's like the battery life, if you're running it at full settings on like Spider-Man or whatever, it's only going to last you about two hours, which is like still pretty good. Yeah. You know, like if you're running a gaming laptop and you're running Spider-Man at full full settings, it would go that fast as well. 
but you can limit like frame rates and refresh rates and all this kind of stuff. And, and that'll extend your battery life on those games. And when you're playing games like vampire survivors, I mean, it'll last, you know, eight hours or whatever yeah. when you're playing stuff like that. So really you can control that stuff uh, pretty, pretty well. Um, so yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah. I've been, I've been considering getting one. My only issue is that like when the switch came out and I bought one the issue was is that like I bought it couldn't vibe with Zelda at the time and it just sat there for a long time and I was like mm-hmm. did I waste my money but mm-hmm. then like as more exclusives came out for the Switch I was like okay like this is a good investment and yeah. I mean I just bought this new PC so I'm like mm-hmm. do I need the Steam Deck right now because like I can just play anything like mm-hmm. right here so I don't know I've been considering it though just because like I think it would be nice to just be able to like get out of this chair and like just go hang out and be able to play video games wherever I want. So yeah, totally. And it's great for that. Like yeah. it re- really, really is. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it's one of those things where if it, like if I, we, we were, if I didn't play games until like on my PlayStation until midnight, yeah, you know, like I would probably like go to bed at like 1030, bring the steam deck in with me and play for a little bit. And then right before I go to bed and stuff like that, but yeah. just not the way it's going right now. Yeah. Um, all right. So next question from our friend Hugh, what are your thoughts and feelings on video game remakes? Are they needed? How should they be priced? What game do you think would benefit most and be improved by a remake? Um, this obviously being spurned on by the last of us part one, uh, remake that came out. And I just want to say, I know we're not, we're not really do We're not doing those things today. Cause Sky's not here, but sky won again. Yeah. It was an, is she guessed 89? It was an 88. Yeah. Um, so she has a two and O on us on that yeah. one. Um, so Cody, what are your th- feelings on video game remakes? I, I think like video, video game remakes are fine. I think as long as the game has kind of like hit a certain threshold. Um, mm. Like I think like we gave the last of us one shit because I mean, it just came out on the PS4 not mm. too long ago, but like, I think like a game from PS2 being remade, like demon souls being remade. Mm-hmm. made sense yeah because like not too many people were able to play it at, at the time yeah um but like also and it looks disgusting now if you go back and play that original game oh, it yeah. looks terrible even yeah. though it's like a it's a very early ps3 mm-hmm. game like it it looks bad so yeah. and so i yeah. think like anything from like the ps2 and younger generation like even like some og xbox games mm-hmm. like when they remade combat evolved like mm-hmm. or remade is kind of a loose term i guess because the master chief collection really just upscaled a bunch of stuff um yeah but, but like halo one and two they remade they remade okay um yeah because you can you can you can do that thing where you hit like the that's back right button and you can yeah, switch between the graphics which is crazy that's really which is cool rad thing. yeah it's so rad that they did um, that i think that's fine but like i think when we hit like the ps3 era i think we're pushing it a little bit on like what games need to be remade from there mm-hmm. um pricing wise I mean, if you're taking the time to remake the game fully like Demon's Souls mm-hmm. or The Last of Us, I think the only reason I, I was against The Last of Us pricing is because it's so recent. But like Demon's yeah. Souls, like being $70, I understand because like mm-hmm. they remade like that game mm-hmm. tremendously. Yeah. Um, and so I, had to, I would have to think on like what games I think would benefit most. Um, like when they remade all the or remastered remade remaster the crash trilogy like those games mm-hmm. look beautiful now um 
Yeah, and those are more like remasters because they're yeah. just really upresing the art. I mean, they don't need a lot of, you know, those games that have art like that don't need to be fully like you know remade most mm-hmm. of the time because those assets are much higher res, yeah, probably than the what they were able to output, you know, at at, at the time. Um, I mean, I would say like we're getting to the point where PS3, Xbox 360, I think is acceptable to remake at a certain point. Um, because you know, you're getting like, you know, original 360 and PS3 games, we're talking, you know, 2006, 2007, yeah. you know, at that point. So you're, you're talking about, you know, 16 years ago, yeah. you know, at, at this point. So, uh, on hardware that, especially for the PS3, there's no you there's no way to play it unless you have a PS3, right? Yeah. There's just no there's no way to do it. The Xbox obviously is a little different because they have a lot of backwards compatibility and stuff moving forward for a lot of those games, but um there's just no way to play a lot of those games. So mm-hmm. unless you have a PS3, which makes it tough. So I, I I totally get that. Um and like I said, you know, when you're in the early days of the PS3, the first couple of years, you're not that far away from like the best looking PS2 games. You know, you're you're like there's not a huge leap in difference yeah. there. Um, and underlying technology, but, um, for me, it's, it's when I think about a remake for a game, the thing I think that makes it like worth it or, um, justifying its existence is when you have stuff like Resident Evil 2 or Resident Evil 3, which are games that are on the original PlayStation, which have tank controls, which, which are early 3d games. So they look like hot garbage and they're just not, you're not going to get someone who's, you know, 15 years old now to play resident evil two. It's just not, they're going to play it and they're going to probably, unless they're, unless they're a weirdo in a good way, they're going to, you know, they're going to hate it. Um, (laughs) and even people like, I don't want to go back and like my wife will go back and play Resident Evil two on the original PlayStation version three times a year because like she just, she, she loves that. She loves those games. Like she's super into them, you know, but like for me, I don't want to go back and play those games. Like Mm -hmm. I don't want to go back and control characters the way those characters control. You know, I don't want to like see like, you know, like just one polygon for an arm, you know, and (laughs) and a face that is like a line, you know, like a blurry line. Like, I don't, I don't want to do that. Um, so those games, bringing them into the the modern era, making them look like not just look, I mean, like modern, but look, making them look like some of the best looking modern games, I think is a really great thing because you get a bunch of people who've never played them before playing them and enjoying them. And you get a bunch of people who like loved Resident Evil 2 when they were kids getting to play them again and being like, this is what like this feels like the thing I remember and loved. Yeah. And I think like that is what the best remakes do. You know, um, something like Dead Space. Let's say Dead Space is coming out in a couple of months. I love Dead Space. I will, I will, I will get that remake and I will play that remake. I love those games. You can still go back and play the original Dead Space, and yes, it it has aged. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but it still plays well and it still looks relatively good, and you can still find enjoyment in that thing without it looking like a AAA new game. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so I think that's like just on the border of like, uh, of justifying itself where it's like, I'm excited for it because I like, I want to see like really pretty dead space, but I feel like I don't need it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, um, you know, whereas like 
I mean, Silent Hill is, is like, and Silent Hill Two are are two of the biggest examples of games that I think need to be remade because they're yeah. brilliant games that are really tough to play now. Um, so Hill One, you know, much like the Resident Evil stuff, it, it looks like garbage, you know, and like uh, Silent Hill Two and Three, while they look much better, especially Three. Um, the only time they've ever been released in a modern sense is in that HD collection that came out of like six or seven years ago. And that, and that collection is universally like reviled by Silent Hill fans because they, they messed up they messed with the music. They messed with the voice acting. Mm. They messed with the audio. There's a ton of glitches in it. It was like, you know, Konami, you know, lazy trash, basically it was basically what it was. Um, and, and, and so, and you can't play that. You can play the thing on Xbox systems because they have backwards compatibility to the 360 era. Can't play those games on PlayStation at all. And it's like, th- like those are the kind of things that you need to like bring back. So that would be what I would say. Um, but like you said, Cody, if if they remade it from the ground up, it's it's worth whatever a new game is worth. Yeah. You know, like th- that's they put years of work into it. They put you know a ton of time. It, it needs to be you know basically yeah. th- that much. So. Yeah. And I would say like yeah. similar to your Dead Space one, like for me would be Red Dead Redemption. Like it's not needed, right. but like mm-hmm. it'd be really cool to see in the new engine that they're using, like they did with Red Dead Redemption yeah. 2. Um, yeah. And like as far as what do I think would benefit most, I think it would benefit me the most if the Metal Gear games got remade. Yes. Because I've never yes. played those. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, those original ones, they don't look the greatest. And so yeah, like if yeah, they remade yeah, yeah. them. I think, and like, don't they also, at least does the first one have tank controls? Kind of? Uh, yes. No, it doesn't really have tank controls, but it controls really weird. Weird. Okay, <laughs> that's what I was tell you, trying to remember. It's very weird. The first game controls, I mean, the first three games all control kind of weird. Okay. Because like, they hadn't really figured it out yet. You know, they hadn't like, there hadn't been a game that came out that was like, this is how you do third person, you know, action games with shooting in them. There, there had not been a game that kind of like had set it yeah. like in motion. Um, and you know, so there's like, like you shoot with the square button, you know, <laughs> like, like one of uh, those. Okay. Yeah. Cause it's like, that's the action button. So yeah, like that's, okay. so, you know, like, so you use that for all actions or whatever. Um, it's tough. Cause like the first one is a PS one game and it has that look, the way it looks is just bad. The, the, the HRE makes a two and three that they put out were actually good. Those mm. ones were actually good. Um, you know, they, 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 they look, you know, they, they look like up PS2 games or whatever, cause that's what they are. But you know, they're they much more modern feeling than the first one. The first one especially needs like a big expensive remake and yeah. that would be great. Yeah. Um, uh, cause everybody should play those games cause yeah. they are great. It's um, on my uh, like games of shameless. Like I need to play one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, Cody, you were very, very young when that yes. first game came yeah. out. <laughs> and like, I didn't want to play um, Phantom Pain because like, I was like, I don't know anything about these games. And like, yeah, I don't know, yeah. like, could I just hop into that one and understand what was going on? I don't no, I would say that even if you had played the other games, you don't understand. sometimes it's not, it's not very easy to understand okay. what's going on. Uh, from a, but from a, I will say this, like, this is not, like the reason I love Metal Gear games is the crazy ass story and like bosses and like all that stuff. It was always the stuff that was not the gameplay, right? The gameplay was mm-hmm. stuff that was like, I tolerate this gameplay to experience like the crazy ass shit that Kojima puts on screen. But Metal Gear Solid 5 is like one of the best controlling 
games I have ever played. It feels mm. it, like third person game. It feels it's like one of the best feeling third person games I've ever played. So I would say like, even if you don't understand what the story is, it's worth going back and it's worth going and playing. Cause like, it just feels great. And the amount of freedom you get in how you approach everything that you do is just really satisfying. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, for sure. Um, but no, you want to understand a thing that's going on. Um, that's a hundred percent for sure. For real. Um, um so right, circling uh, back real quick, um, yeah. cause Gruen had like a two part question. It. I missed uh, that one. We talked about destiny, so we'll skip that one. He yeah, asked, yeah. uh, what are we expecting from the D 23 game show tomorrow night? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. um, so Disney is having their, today is Disney plus day. So Thor came out on Disney plus today Yeah, Thor, uh, love and thunder. Um, and there, you know, a couple other things came out, um, but they're having their D 23 expo this weekend. So they're Marvel's having a big panel on Saturday at Marvel studios. Um, so it's be a lot of big stuff that goes on yeah. there. We're, we're, we're lots of rumors about a lot of casting being announced, like fantastic forecasting and so on and so forth. Lots of rumors about who's going to be there. Yeah. Um, but the day before that, which is probably the day you're most likely listening to this, which is Friday, it might not actually be happening by the time that you listen to this. Um, they're having a game showcase, uh, and so I let me ask you a question, Cody. Do you think we see Wolverine or Spider-Man two there, or do you think that's going to be at a Sony thing sometime in the future? No, I do think we would see, I think Spider-Man 2, because I think yeah. that's obviously the one that's further along. Um, I think Wolverine would be the next Sony mm-hmm. game they're really going to show mm-hmm. off. Um, just because I, like, Disney, like, really locked down their, like, Marvel game studios to where, like, they're like, hey, this is ours. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is exclusive, but, like, we're going to show that stuff off. So I could yeah. definitely see Spider-Man being there. Um, I think it's a given we get a big update on Midnight Suns because they just had to yes. delay it. Uh, there was that rumored Black Panther game. I yes. could see a teaser being dropped for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think they touched Marvel's Avengers with a 20-foot pole. I don't no. think it does not get mentioned. No. I mean, unless... Because also, who, the weird thing is going to be like, at this point which company is even responsible for it anymore because oh, that's right square sold the their western studios including crystal, uh, crystal dynamics to oh. the embracer group but i don't know if that means that that also means the the marvel license goes with it or if marvel license stays with square enix and they have there's like a team like a, it's kind of a skunks work team set up to like support it as it go until it sunsets. I, I don't had know. Not even considered that's. Oh my gosh. That's <coughs> they, and they might have clarified this somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. I, I I haven't seen it. Um, I know, but I know there was a big announcement about how those studios are. They just they just announced like okay we've got like control back of Tomb Raider and Deus Ex, but they yeah. didn't mention anything about Avengers. Hmm. So I don't know like what that's even going to mean for that game at this yeah. point. That'll be interesting if they. Now yeah. I'm curious if they if they bring up anything about that game yeah um yeah and then they have their slew of mobile games and they'll probably yes. announce another new one yeah. um but they made a lot yeah. of partnership they're making a lot of partnerships with a lot of people because this is sorry this is the disney and marvel game showcase so oh yeah um you know i don't think we'll hear anything i don't i doubt we'll get hearing about any star wars games because i think they want to save that for like the star wars Celebration. centric celebrations yeah. and stuff like that it's possible we could we could hear about star wars stuff there it, like the the ubisoft game and there's a couple other games, right. That have like are in the hopper that, um, we're kind of waiting to hear about. 
Um, you know, I don't know what else like Disney is is doing as far as game stuff goes. That's not like one of those like shingles like Mar- Marvel or or Star Wars. They just um, released that like Sims like a game, the Dreamlight Valley. Yeah, Dreamlight Dreamlight Valley. Valley. and I've heard good things about that. So maybe yes. Yes. Maybe there's good. Th- and then there's that mobile game where like it takes all the Disney characters and like it puts like Belle and like armor and like she's like a space yes. cadet, like things like that. Yeah. So maybe- and there's that uh Marvel Snap card game as well that hasn't like Ooh. I don't know if it's has it gone wide I, has it gone full release yet I don't, I don't even think know. So I don't think I haven't um, heard yet and like I but that trailer was really cool for it. it. Like I, I thought the trailer looked really neat. Yeah. Um. I mean, obviously they'll probably talk end up talking about content for the Skywalker saga. The, mm. you know, the Lego game, because that yeah. game is like the third best selling game of the year yeah. or whatever right now, or second best selling game of the year. If you don't count Call of Duty, um, which came out last year, obviously. Um, so I think they'll definitely talk about that. You know, like you said, the rumored Black Panther game, Ubisoft squ- squashed that like Blade game thing that um, people were oh, thinking right. was, was a thing. Um, I am betting there is stuff that we don't know about that we're going to hear about, uh, at, at this thing. Um, but it, the t- weird thing with them is like, you we hear, you hear a lot about the deals, the star Wars deals when they get made, like, mm-hmm. you know, Ubisoft is making, you know, massive is making this game and quantic dream is making this game and like all this kind of stuff, but they don't with Marvel games, they don't really do that so much. Um, uh, I'm going to look really quick. If there's any like Marvel, because yeah, I don't game think, did rumors. we know about Guardians of the Galaxy before it got announced. It got it got leaked right, it before got leaked. it was announced. Um, but um, but no, no, we didn't hear like an announcement. Yeah, that's another thing. Like I don't know. Again, the company's got sold, so who the hell knows what that what's even going on with oh, that stuff? Right. Who knows how long the deal is yeah. with 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 Square? I would love them to say like we're making a Guardians of the Galaxy two because that yeah. first game is fucking great, way better than it than it than it ever needed to be. Um. Apparently there are some um, rumors of a fighting game, rumors of a okay a Iron Man game, like an open world Iron Man game. I can see that. Um, yeah. Um, there's also been rumors of like a Daredevil thing. There's been a couple of different like things kicking around. Um, so who knows? I, I do know. I think it was a few months back. There was the guy who helped make DC Universe Online got hired to work on a mm. Marvel MMO. And oh yes, yes, yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. That shows up. Cody's just gonna be super happy. Like, yeah, because God, I miss Marvel Heroes so much. And I thought, oh right, they. Uh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I was hoping Marvel Avengers would be that game that would take that. Marvel's mm-hmm. hero space for me, but obviously it wasn't. So I'd, I'd be down with a Marvel MMO. Like, that'd be fun. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, the Amy Hennig game, which is the, she was the creative director on the first mm-hmm. two Uncharted games. She was supposed to make the Star Wars games. Um, now she works for uh, Skydance, uh, which is like the J.J. Abrams um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. thing. Um, she, uh, she the rumor is that's gonna be a Captain America and Black Panther during World War II game. That's a rumor for that Ooh, game. I'd be um, in for that. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what that's gonna be. Who who knows? Um but the, the, I'm excited to see what they're gonna announce. I mean, obviously they've been like 
beefing up their, you know, their game stuff over the last, you know, couple of years. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, I think Skydance is also working on a Star Wars stuff as well. Mm-hmm. We'll just have to see what's going on um, with that. So, yeah. By the time you're listening to this, that might have already happened. You're like, you guys were wrong about yeah, everything. everything. Yeah. Um, Sam asks, what non-video game property would you love to be made into a video game? So, like, the past few years have been really good for, like, horror movies being turned into video games. I mean, we had yes. Predator, Alien, mm-hmm. Friday 13th. Evil Dead just had a game that came out that's apparently really good. Yeah, um, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Killer Clowns from Outer Space got that game. I'm super excited for that one. I love that movie so much. Um, I would really love a take on like a Nightmare on Elm Street where you're playing as Freddy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't want another asymmetric horror game. I'd rather like a story. But that's what it will definitely be. A hundred percent, yes. <laughs> Even though he's in Dead by Daylight, um, but yeah, I would yeah, love yeah. like 100%. a a story, almost like an Until Dawn, but like reverse, where like you're trying to kill characters as Freddy. Um, mm-hmm. I think that'd be a really interesting take that I'd love to see a team take on. Um, and like, there's only ever been one Nightmare on Elm Street game, and it was a long time ago. Yeah, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But it will 100% be a asymmetric multiplayer game. Yeah. Where one person is Freddy, and there are five Dream Warriors or whatever, yeah. um, fighting against him. Um, 100%. Yeah. I mean, Friday the 13th is a really cool thing that can make for a really cool video game because you could do some really crazy visual stuff, right, mm-hmm. with it. You know, all the Dream stuff that would be really neat. Um, you know, for me, it's tough because, like, I feel like. In the world we live in now, like every big property, like is a video game. Yeah, you know, for the most part, like um, I mean, I said for years. I mentioned before in the rumor. I said for years I would love to see a Daredevil game. Like mm-hmm. I would love to see a like a you know a, a story driven you know third person action game starring Daredevil. I think that would be really really cool. I think you could do some really neat like visual stuff with it as well with like the you know the radar vision and stuff. Um, so that, that was always like my go-to when, when asked this, this question, um, you know, after seeing, but following up on that, after watching the Sandman on Ooh. Netflix, I think that could be a really neat, like very story driven, you know, uh, you know, game, which is not really, it wouldn't be really an action game. I think it would probably be more of like a adventure type of situation because there really isn't a lot of action in in those in those books or or anything like that but just the visuals and like there could be a lot of puzzles involved because that's like a lot of what it is and like the i mean the the story of of that first season of sandman like the show mm-hmm. is very video gamey he has like he he get he's powerful he gets captured he loses like these three items that he needs to get back oh, to make yeah. him like powerful again and then he has to go and find those three items you know so like it's very it's very much you know kind of formatted in in, in that way, um, but yeah that that's what I would say. I think honorary mention for me. Mm-hmm. Let's just scrap this Hogwarts Legacy game. Give it to this far superior book, Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Oh God, give me let me just have that series turn into a video game. That'd be fun. I would love that. I, I just started Percy so Jackson many wars. I just started so I don't many like wars. Percy Jackson I know. at all. 
Really? I love I this mean, book so much. I mean, fuck J.K. Rowling. Mm-hmm. Fuck turfs. Like, all that. Like, you know, I have, like... <laughs> my feelings aren't even complicated like i'm just pissed yeah that like i can't be excited that there's like a like a a, a big huge budget kind of cool looking harry like harry potter it, it, set admit, game it does look really cool and i'm like, you I'm know, like it sucks the entire yeah. shit around that has ruined it yeah yeah so you know it just it pisses me off i'm yeah. just so angry at her like <laughs> constantly um but I mean, don't really, it'd probably be better if it was a Percy Jackson game because of you wouldn't have that that thing around it. A Golden Compass game that would that would that, that would be my oh, yeah. thing. I love the Golden Compass. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, those books are great. Yeah. Um, do you want to read the next one from Crockett? Yeah. yeah. Um, so Crockett asks, are any of you using those special controllers these days? You, do you have any fancy bits you enjoy, like paddles or back buttons, customized stick tension, length, trigger draw, trigger travel? So personally, I like the ones with the back buttons for shooters, but don't see much utility in the other features, which makes Microsoft's announcement yesterday of a $130 controller with no back button or paddles kind of a head scratcher. Um, I know they announced the Elite, but I didn't realize it was just a regular controller that you could customize the color, I think is the only thing I've seen on it. Um, I have never used one of those controllers with the back paddles. I remember Justin getting the back triggers on the PS4 controller. Yeah. That, like out. attachment they go on the back. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But I've never used those and I've never been one. I remember like back in high school, we, I had buddies who bought the little, uh, thumbstick extenders from scuff gaming, but I never oh, used yeah. those either. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. just never. And like the comparison is like, I just this past year started using an MMO mouse to play MMOs because like my hands were cramping trying to reach buttons. Mm -hmm. So like Mm. I've never been one who like is like, oh, yes, I should be. And like it's crazy to me because like when I play using controller, I play like claw where like my index and middle finger are constantly moving to buttons that like they shouldn't be moving to. So. But yeah. So this new Xbox controller mm-hmm. is called the Elite Core. Okay. And it's fifty dollars less, and it's got like the it's got like the um, thumbstick tension changes. It's got the profiles built in. It's got that like that like superior D pad that kind of looks like a like it's from like a cyberpunk like <laughs> like thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it. Um, it and it's got the, the triggers, yeah. adjustable triggers on the back. Okay. Um. It doesn't come with paddles and stuff, but if you, it's fifty dollars less expensive than the the other one, which is like one hundred and eighty dollars or whatever. Yeah. If you want to basically make it that, like, the full elite, you can buy like, basically an upgrade pack, which comes is like a carrying case. It comes with like the two sets of thumbsticks. It comes it comes with the a, a different D pad. It comes with the paddles. It, so you can okay. basically. It's basically a way to like step up into like the thing. So you're like, oh, I, I can't spend $180, but I can spend $130 right now. And then I can spend that extra 50 or $60 later on later okay. on. And I can get it. That's really basically what it is. Um, that's basically what it's for. Um, Justin and I both bought back when it came out that like $200 um, Astro controller for the PlayStation. They oh, put yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and for about a month, or two, it was awesome. And then it had the worst stick drift I've ever oh. experienced. And like, I, like I, 
everything they told me to do to reset it, it wouldn't work. I was putting on the di- different sticks, but mm-hmm. like it just wouldn't work. And like every everything I tried to do, it would it just wouldn't it wouldn't fix itself. And I ended up having to never use it, and basically got spent two hundred dollars on a controller I used for like a couple of months, essentially. Damn. Uh, it was awesome when it was working. Yeah. Uh, I love the ch- the shorter trigger throw thing. Like that's the one thing like. It makes me faster, like playing like you know shooters or mm-hmm. whatever, um, especially multiplayer shooters. So like I need that because I'm a little, I'm old and a little bit slow. Um, <laughs> okay, <Bobby>. uh, <laughs> I like the um, and I like the back buttons yeah. um, because you, I just like being able to like. It means you don't take your fingers off, right? You don't take your fingers off the sticks or the triggers. Basically, you can just like, you know, you you, you can just you can hit like jump or whatever without having to like move your fingers off of the positions. So that's, what's good about them. Mm. You know, so you, you can basically map all that stuff and never have to move your finger to the, the, to the, you know, the face buttons essentially yeah. is essentially what's good for. Um, and I had for a while, I had those like thumbstick extenders for mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, and like the sweet spot for me was like the medium ones. Cause like the long ones, I was like, how does anybody like, you have to be like, super twitchy like yeah. you know like pro gamer because i like couldn't like i could not like get any aiming down but the medium ones i was i did pretty well with um but yeah yeah uh, i just i remember my buddies had them and i was always like no i'm fine like i don't yeah so i don't know um yeah i will say so like i had a cut on my index finger and like i said i play claw so like when i'm playing destiny I'll take my index finger and like take it off at like R1 and move it to the jump button. Mm-hmm. And so now you're telling me to you just use the paddle buttons. I'm like, oh, that would, cause like when I had a band aid uh-huh. on that index finger, I was hitting the jump button and I was dying from jumping constantly. And I was yeah. like, I wish I could just not have to do this. But so yeah, that might be worth investing then for me. So I might have to look into yeah. those because those seem kind of nice. I mean, the, pl- the PlayStation has the, uh, their like elite controller. I think that's like mm-hmm. the Edge or something it's called yeah. that. You, that you'll be able to use for that with the PS five um, when that comes out. Um, and Sam followed up saying, what's the best, most comfortable controller of all time? Um, I think it's tough to say. Um, I think the Xbox series controller is great. Like Xbox one controller was also really good. Xbox 360 controller was good, but the Xbox series controller is like, it's like a tiny bit smaller than the Xbox one controller. It's got like the grips on the, on the back of it. It's like, it's just ergonomically a little bit different where it feels much more comfortable in my hand. And I always favor like the separated sticks, like the one up one down Mm -hmm. over like the PlayStation, like both on the same like line basically. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, I've always liked that better, like the separated yeah. sticks. Um, the great thing about that control, the one thing, really good thing about that controller, that uh, the Astro controller was, you could you could pop, you could pop off the D pad uh, and put the stick where the D pad is, and put the D, and so you can make it basically an Xbox controller, but you could use it on the PlayStation. That was really nice. Yeah. Um, so that's a, and that, I always love that, and I would say I think that the Switch Ooh. Pro controller, yeah, that's a good one. It's because it has like that like whatever that like all that tech inside of it, it, the heaviness of it just feels so good. Yeah. Like it's like this it feels like, like I'm substantial to mm-hmm. me. What about you Cody? Um, I would think I'd have to go with either the Xbox 360 controller just cause like 
I used the thing for so long. And like, mm-hmm. I remember when I swapped to PlayStation, because I traded my Xbox 360 with a guy for a PS3 at the time. And mm-hmm. like going from that to the other thing, I was like, this is so weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like, I really like the DualSense. Like I've been mm-hmm. like, the DualSense is my controller of choice if I'm playing a game on my PC. Um, oh, okay. I think it just fit. It, it feels really nice in my hands. I think it's like the perfect size for me. Um, I will say like the Xbox series controller does feel good. Like I definitely can see a difference in the like Xbox. What is it? One Xbox one. Um, Xbox one. The Xbox one to the Xbox series. Cause the Xbox one I used to get hand cramps with mm. Xbox series one. I don't like if it, it feels mm. good. And like when I was playing halo, like hardcore when it first came out, like that was great for me. Cause I was always like, mm. oh, I don't want my hands to cramp. Cause yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, most of the, the modern controllers right now are, are all great. Mm-hmm. Um, except for the joy cons. <laughs> they're terrible. Yeah. I mean, they're, 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 they, they achieve the function that they are yeah. meant to achieve, you know? Um, and you know, obviously, especially for like little kids, like they're great cause they're small oh, and yeah. their hands are on them. But like, I never want to hold them like ever, you know? Um, and when you have to do like one of them, I'm like, and there's that, the, the, the right one or whatever, where like the, the stick is like in the middle, yes. really close to the buttons. And you're like, I, I can't yeah. do this. Like yeah. why, why is, who would ever thought that this was a good way to control anything? Um, how does the, so yeah. how does the steam deck feel? Is that comfortable? Like, is it, it feels great. It's okay. so weird because it's so heavy uh-huh. and it, it's heavy and it's big, Yeah, you know, it's heavy and it's big, but it feels really nice. Um, okay. you know, hands don't get tired. Really? This has got the back buttons built into it, Cody. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. Um, and then it's got these like pads on the front that okay. can be like mice or whatever. Okay, I was wondering what good. those little pads were. I was trying to Yeah. They're touch pads. They're like okay. touch pads. Okay. They're touch pads. The screen is also a touch screen. Oh, okay. Um yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a D pad. And it's got it's funny because let me see. I gotta bring up the video because obviously the video is different on, on the stream on the video on the video for the YouTube, but like um, the B button looks like it feels like it's trying to like escape off the side yeah, of the steam deck I see that, yeah. and it looks weird, but feeling wise, it's totally fine. Okay. It's okay. totally fine. Yeah. I was actually surprised. Um, the thing about steam deck is it as big as it looks in my hand and as big as you, you, you heard it is when you actually open it and look at it, you're like, I can't believe how big this thing is. Yeah. Like that is how you feel when you open it. Yeah. Um, a switch is like a little shrimp next to it. Um, can you want to, you, do you want to read this last question from this super cool listener? Yeah, this super cool listener brought up a topic about um, there yeah. was an announcement today that Overwatch 2 new heroes will be tied to the season battle pass. Um, uh, yes. And do we think this is a gross form of pay to win? So it's on the free, t- the, it's on the free track of the battle pass. So, Originally, they announced all new heroes will be tied to the battle pass, and then they came back and said, "Just so you're aware, it's on the free track." So what I read happened was it got leaked that the uh-huh. all, that all the they were on the battle pass, and they had to come out and say like, "Yes, it's on the battle pass, but it's on the free track of the battle pass." Essentially, yes. And so they like because they weren't about they weren't they hadn't officially announced it yeah yet. Um, and so like when I. I, I brought this topic up because I want to talk about yes. it because I think yes, it yes, is yes, yes, yes. grossly just gross. Um, because we all know like 
if something is on the free part of the battle pass, it is going to take you a ridiculous amount of time to get to it because the entire point of the battle pass is you buy it, you get XP boosts littered in throughout the battle pass. Right. So that you get through the tracks quicker. Mm-hmm. And so, and like they could put this at level 10 of the battle pass. They could put it at level 50. I feel like it's going to be around level 50 is when it's on mm-hmm. the free track. It would just make sense. And like Pew, when I brought this up, brought up like, well, what about Apex? You can buy the characters. I'm like, yeah, you can outright buy the characters. I'd be fine with that. If that if it's a free-to-play multiplayer mm-hmm. game, I'm totally fine with having to pay for the characters. I liked in Overwatch 1, we got all the heroes for free and all the maps for free and all that. It is because Overwatch is a hero shooter, it is mm-hmm. gross to put a character behind a battle pass that someone else could go drop $50 on and now they have an advantage over me because all the new heroes are always busted they always get nerfed like a month or two later and it's like a competitive shooter game for a lot of people yeah so it just feels super gross that we were even tying a character which is core to like the gameplay of Overwatch and like another comparison I saw was like well what about Valorant it's like It'd be like if a gun came out of Valorant and they were like, but you got to pay the battle pass to get the gun. The guns are like the core part of that game. The hero characters you buy are totally separate. So, yeah, but I think I think you're I think you're. It falls apart a little bit when you're talking about Valorant in that way, because the characters are very important in Valorant. I mean, there are like like that's it's a it's also a hero shooter. Yes. You know, I guess it's just, just um, the fact that like the guns and the heroes are separate and like, yeah, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. But like, I, but like the abilities and stuff like that, like are very important to like team makeup. And, yeah. you know, there are definitely like higher pick rates for certain characters for competitive than there are for like, you know, the, you know, pub games and everything like that. Um, you know, uh, yeah, obviously, like if you want to spend the money, but the thing is like. Valorant's an example, obviously, where there's no way to get the character for free. You have to buy the character, right? Like, there, there's no way to get characters for free, is there? There's a you can like pick the character and be like, I want to focus on that character's contract. And I don't know, like, R- what people have like, gotten down. I think it takes like 40 hours of game time to unlock the character. Okay, so they you can still do that with even the new characters yeah, they're putting out. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure. I know you could do that at the beginning. The characters are in the game from the beginning. Yeah. I know you could do that. Okay, um, so. But again, it's the same exact idea, though, right? Which mm-hmm. is like, there is a slow freeway to get them, or there's a fast, expensive way yeah. to get them, which is like you pay right out. Um, you know, I, I think like, I think Apex is a bad example in this scenario because the 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 there are busted characters in Apex when sometimes when they come out, like when Seer came out, he was busted. And so mm-hmm. it was like, if you you're using him, you'd have an advantage. They nerfed him pretty quickly yeah. um, to get away from that. The characters, while th- they are, you know, some of them are better than others and they're one that are fit your play style better than other characters. Mm-hmm. The character you're playing as, I think is less important, you know, to like the overall, like um, ending of the match than your, like your pure shooting skills. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, um, like you could definitely, if you're really good at using abilities and stuff like that, yeah, obviously like it'll, it'll make a difference in, in match in matchups, but 
you know, unlike Valorant or, you know, Overwatch, where it's just a much more close quarters situation where like you're, you're dealing with the same, you know, makeup of heroes over and over and over again. Um, it does a difference. And in Apex and Apex, you can literally buy them with just experience points, basically. Yeah. Like I, I have, I've, played apex so little over the last couple years but i've come in and bought the new character every single time for like twelve thousand hero bucks or whatever Mm -hmm. and i've still got enough for like seven more heroes or or, you know anything so like they make it very easy and i think apex really doesn't like apex really wants it to be like if you play the game a lot you'll get the hero when it comes out like Mm. don't like we don't care like that's not how we're planning on making money off of you like we want to we want you to buy our 35 dollar gun skins or whatever um uh my problem with the Overwatch thing is like not that somebody could get the hero before me. It's that I feel like like tying into the battle pass assures me that like if I don't have a lot of time to play Overwatch, I might not ever unlock that hero. Right. And like not even the competitive advantage part of it that I'm worried about. Mm-hmm. It's like the I think this character looks really fun. Yeah. Like I would like to play as them. And it's like, okay, but you got to play like 40 hours of this season yeah. if you if you want to get that hero. And it's like, well, what if after the 40 hours of the season, I'm like tired of playing Overwatch? And then I like, I got the character. And now like, okay, Overwatch, I'll see you again in, you know, three months or four months or five months yeah. or whatever. Um, like, I mean, again, in, in, on, the, on the flip side, right? It's like a, it's like a motivation, right? For you to, to, play to go through the battle pass to be invested in like doing their daily challenges or whatever they're going to have you know to push it forward and they, they want the character in the sick and, and i'll say like you know i in some ways i would prefer that over like the apex battle pass which is like there is like two gun skins in this hundred level battle pass that i really want and like maybe there's an emote or, or like a you know a skydive emote or something yeah. that like I, I think is really cool and i want it and other than that i'm like all this stuff I don't really I don't really care about this stuff like none of this is as cool as the stuff I have in my characters already so I'm not gonna put this on I don't care about voice lines I don't care whatever you know what I mean so to have um or you know the Fortnite battle pass which is obviously they've kind of perfected how that thing how those things work and but for me just the way I am like on the Fortnite battle pass if it's just like Fortnite stuff, like, you know, Fortnite characters and mm-hmm. stuff like that and skins and stuff like that, I'm like, I don't care about this. Where's yeah. my Spider-Man? Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, um, I, I just hope that, uh, other than this character, they have interesting stuff along the way on the battle pass that like will make me want, would make you want to keep playing through it. Um, I totally see your point. Like I, I totally see where you're, you're coming from with it. Um, you know, I'm wondering if it's a thing where they're like, if you buy the battle pass, you know, you get the character right away, you know, and the battle pass is $5 or $10. And it's like, yeah. okay, like essentially the character costs $10, yeah. you know, to, to buy it or something. Um, I think that would be, you know, a fine thing to do. Um, but like I said, if it's at level 50 of the battle pass and eventually it's like either I spend 40 hours or I spend $500 or whatever to unlock yeah. the character then I'm like, okay, like I would rather just pay 80 to $70 for this video game and you just give me the heroes, you know, whatever for the first year or whatever. So I don't have to deal with this. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. 
it's just it just feels gross and like i just don't think a character should be tied to a battle pass i think just make me pay ten dollars for it like i'm fine with that yeah like i really am like i do it in apex sometimes if i have to yeah like i don't even need to earn a free currency to get to unlock it like i yeah yeah i just think putting behind a battle pass and then like them doing this kind of like makes me think they're gonna do like what halo has where you can always go back and play those battle passes because like how else are they gonna let people get characters yeah like yeah. it's just it's, they have a lots of probably answer for now that this got leaked so yeah it's gonna be I mean, interesting I'm sure they were planning something to announce all this stuff and yeah. they mentioned too in their announcement when they were like guys don't worry it's free they said something about like they have a big thing coming up where they're gonna like talk about, talk about it yeah all of that stuff i mean it's soon the game is like less than a month yeah it's launching in in beta or whatever um yeah i i think Overwatch is in a very interesting position, right? Because they really, they came out in that weird time, like before service games Mm -hmm. got big, but close enough to it where they started to look like a dinosaur, like kind of halfway through their, the life of their game because they, they, they they didn't have the model for, because that model didn't exist Mm -hmm. when they, when they launched. Um, And now they have to try to figure out a way to, fit into that model. Yeah. But now they have all these expectations on them of like what the game was before. They mm-hmm. also have all of like the baggage of that game, all the, all the Activision blizzard baggage, all of that stuff, you know, overwatch basically froze in place like th- five years ago, Yeah, you know, and, and like never really changed and people got tired of it, you know? And I, I think they waited too long um, you know, for the sequel, this might be really successful. I'm not saying it's not going to be successful. I'm just saying like they have a hearts and minds problem, I think, because every little thing like this thing, people jump on. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. They're, they're like, what? Uh, just another example of how they're out of touch. And like, they're trying to steal my money. You know, all, all that stuff happens. Um, and you know, without them having a, being very open about their plan or what, what the, you know, like you said, if, the characters in the battle pass and then you miss that season. Do you have to replay You have to play that whole battle pass to get the character while working on another battle pass yeah. that also has a character in it. Yeah. Or is it like what you said with destiny where it's like, okay, now there's like an, like a character archive and then you can just buy it with money. Like when it goes into that thing, now it costs you $15 or whatever to buy that character um, because you missed it for free in the, in the, in the season, you know, yeah. b- beforehand. Um, but you know, I don't know because then it ends the thing where you get in that kind of like that Rainbow Six Siege problem where it's like, I just started playing this game and there's 40 heroes. I have three of them and it's going to cost me $250 to like get all of the yeah. operators or yeah. whatever. So like, um, you run you run into that you run into that problem where it's like, okay, now now what do I do? Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> and you also like you said then you run into the problem too where let's forget about like the busted character. Let's forget about like, when they nerf it, but that like quick, let's three, let's say it's two months later. And now that character is like fixed, but still like the meta, mm-hmm. you know, tank to use or whatever the, or the meta DPS or the meta healer. And you just can't use it because you didn't start playing until J- January. And it was in the October battle pass that ended in December. And yeah. like, what are you supposed to do at the, at that point? You know, um, it kind of goes back to the thing where I was talking about with destiny a little bit where it's like when game, when it feels like games are f- trying to force you into spending money like that, 
it just leaves a bad taste in players' mouths. When it feels like you're being forced to do something, we're getting punished for not spending the extra money, yeah. you know, it, it, it feels like it, it just leaves a bad taste. Like it, that's what always happens. Yeah. Um, it's definitely like gross. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but again, uh, these are, we're all, we're all like, you know, we're, we're making assumptions about how it's, it, it's going to work. Who knows? You know, they might come out and say like, yeah, it's, it's on the free battle pass. But if you, you know, if you buy the battle pass for $10, you unlock the hero right away. Yeah. You know, and then at $10, like it's money, but it's not like so much money where it's like a have and have not situation. It's like, you know, it's a standard price for a battle pass. So yeah, I guess, yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. Um, so, well, you know, we'll see what, what happens with all of that. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't think honestly this, like as far as like these shooters go, I feel like Fortnite has it down, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't feel like anybody else does, you know, like, Apex is great, but I feel like Apex is like economy is stupid. Yeah. You know, um, like I, I, actually, I haven't played Warzone in forever, but like, I don't know how their whole like, that's just give us money kind of thing. Yeah. That's just, just give us money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just pay us the $15. Here's Godzilla. You're good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Go in the store and buy this like tracer round and yeah. something that will annoy the shit out of anybody who you, you battle. And like Overwatch had like the very unfortunate thing of like coming out just before the loot box shit hit the wall. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then battle passes took off. And so yeah, yeah. they are they are hundred percent, like you said, playing catch up. And yeah. So they I hopefully they come out and talk about it and it's good. But yeah. This is an initial thing. No loot boxes, right? Yeah, there's there no, no loot boxes. That's no uh, yeah. just the battle pass. So yeah. 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 Which is good. Yeah. Apex is like the last man standing on that thing. Yeah. Right. It's crazy you can still buy loot boxes from them. And then, like, there's the more expensive loot boxes when an event yep. comes around. It's, like, ridiculous. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, also, just, I know we're talking about Overwatch, but with Apex, I don't know. Cody, I've put, like, I don't know, 600 hours into that game. Mm-hmm. I never once even got one of the shards for oh, those, like, yeah the heirlooms or things? heirlooms whatever they're called now yeah 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 like so i maxed now. out the level i did i played so many yeah. hours of that game opened so many loot boxes both the ones that were free and i bought packs of loot boxes yeah. you know and never even once <laughs> did i get uh one of those things the heirloom shards yeah and like there's um, so many in the game now it's like yeah you gotta just like when that event comes around and introduces it you just mm. gotta buy like two hundred dollars of boxes to get it mm-hmm. it's crazy all right. Well, I think that's going to do it uh, for this week's show. Um, please remember, if you've gotten to the end of the show, I'm hoping you're enjoying it. Please remember to rate and review the podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. Apple Podcasts is the best place to do it. So if you have an Apple account, even if you don't use Apple Podcasts, that's the best place to do it. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, like the video, um, join our Discord server. That link's down there. Follow us on socials at side underscore quests pod that's everywhere um you can find the youtube stuff over at misadventure.land if you're listening to this right now um yeah and i think that's gonna do it next week i'm not sure if it'll be sky and and cody on on their pokemon adventure or we'll do something else um but stay tuned for that but until then thank you cody thank you bobby and thank you to everybody who's been watching or listening until next time be good to one another later later